and welcome to Grits in the Gospel. This is January 7th, 2024, and we are celebrating the baptism of the Lord Sunday on the, um, on the calendar. <laughs> uh, we, in person at Bethlehem United Methodist Church, will be doing a baptism renewal service. It is a beautiful service, and a lot of United Methodist churches do that service on this Sunday every year. I highly encourage you to find a church and to go and and participate in things like that. There is nothing like putting the water from the baptismal font on your head and renewing that covenant that you made or was made for you. <laughs> if you were um, baptized in infancy or uh, that you made as an adult and the same covenant that you made when you joined the church. Uh, there's just nothing like it. And so I encourage you to go find a church where you are happy um, and can worship. And I appreciate that you are here to listen to the words that I, were inspiring to me um, that I was given. So let's start today on this baptism of the Lord Sunday. The Lord be with you and also with you. I'm going to be reading um, three lectionary texts today. The first one is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Hear now the words of the Lord. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was for a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. The word of God. For us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together, remembering our own baptisms and creeds that we say and the prayers that we say each day to honor our Lord. Friends, what do we believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived from the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray together. Dear Lord, on this day that we mark the beginning of the ministry of Jesus, let us renew our own call to ministry in our own lives in the ways that we are called individually by you, through the remembrance of our baptism. Let both renewal and our baptism 
be an outward symbol of your inward grace. Remind us of that daily as we move throughout the year, bringing us closer to you and all that we do. Hear now the words of your son who was baptized, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I will now be reading two different scriptures. They're both fairly short. Um, the first is the epistle lesson from Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 7. We see Paul baptizing. While Apollos was in Corinth, Paul passed through the interior regions and came to Ephesus, where he found some disciples. He said to them, Do you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, No, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Then he said, Into what then were you baptized? They answered, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized you with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who is to come after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul had laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Altogether, there were about twelve of them. And now to the gospel lesson, the gospel according to Mark, chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair with leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son, the beloved with you. I am well pleased. The word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I don't make New Year's resolutions. If I had made one, I would have already broken it. I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure. I think no matter when we start something new, we should look to see how we can grow and change. However, a dear friend of mine posted this New Year's resolution. I thought it was the kind of resolution I could get behind. The writer says this. 
This year, I will be more thoughtful of my fellow man, exert more effort in each of my endeavors, professionally as well as personally, take love wherever I can find it, and offer it to everyone who will take it. In this coming year, I will seek knowledge from those wiser than me who wish to learn from me. I love being alive, and I will be the best man I can possibly be. As I read the familiar scriptures of the baptism of Jesus at the beginning of his ministry, I think about the words of this resolution. Jesus was already doing all of those things. Jesus was already loving and being thoughtful and teaching people. But with his baptism, he is saying to this to the world. Starting something beautiful. And with the Holy Spirit saying out loud what he has already been doing. Even though we don't hear many words from Jesus in the baptism verses in the Gospels. You can almost feel Jesus taking a deep breath as he went under the water. He was preparing for the journey he was going to have over the next three years. It is a new path that he is on, a new beginning. I love that the liturgical calendar gives us a chance to do the same thing in our own lives. Here at the beginning of a new year, we are pausing to renew something we already have. We are renewing the covenants that we made with God and with the church and remembering ones that he made with us. As United Methodists, we believe in John Wesley's idea of pervenient grace. It is something that drew me to the United Methodist Church later in life. That idea that God's grace is there with us from the very beginning of life. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to do anything to deserve it. It is there. He is there with us from the beginning. It is why we perform infant baptism. As United Methodists, we say from the very start that God is with us and gives us grace. That makes our baptisms an outward symbol of what we already possess. We can't lose it. We can't give it away or separate ourselves from it. Our part in the process of faith is to accept it and pledge our lives to the church. Whether it's through joining the church as an adult or going through confirmation and joining the church as an older child, our part is only to accept what is already given. We see that same thing with the baptism of Jesus in a way. None of the synoptic gospels have Jesus saying anything during his baptism. In Matthew, Jesus has to convince John to baptize him but those are the only words we hear him spoken. At his own baptism, Jesus, already God, already divine, already human, doesn't have to do a thing to have the Spirit come upon him except be immersed in the water. He is modeling for us that very same idea of baptism that we have today. So if grace is given from the beginning, and grace always was, is, and forever will be ours. Why do we take the time in worship in this way 
every year. Because we need reminding. I need reminding. Better than a New Year's resolution is the idea that we renew ourselves and our faith in God each year to solidify our foundation of faith for the year to come. It is an outward way for us to say to each other, to God, and to the church that we are still here. We are accepting the grace that God that we have been given, and we will work to further the love of God to the church. We are doing for ourselves what Paul did for the early church. We are remembering what centuries of believers have done to remind themselves and, and to show others that they believe in God. They are followers of Christ. And their faith is something that should be able to be seen in all that they do. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you became believers? They replied, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. Paul said, John baptized with the baptism of repentance, telling the people to believe in the one who has come after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them. It was not Paul or John that could give them grace. It was Jesus, only Jesus. And it was because Jesus modeled that baptism for us that we honor it today. The Holy Spirit comes upon Jesus and said, You are my son the beloved. The same spirit is with us. And because of Jesus, we are also beloved. I love being alive and I will be the best man I can possibly be. Beautiful words from a slightly unlikely source. These words were written January 1st, 1969 by Dwayne Allman founding member of the Allman Brothers Band. And he did well fulfilling this resolution. That year, he and his brother Greg formed the band and put out their first record. They moved to my hometown of Macon, Georgia, signed with Capricorn Records, and changed the world of music forever. I mean, I may be a little biased in that assertion, but they have inspired some music from gener for generations. Their God-given talent still knows no bounds. All because he vowed to love and be kind and grow in knowledge on that day. I like finding inspiration in unlikely sources. God surprises us at every turn. We do the same at our baptism and joining of the church. We vow to uphold the church with our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. The same thing that Jesus did and does for all of us. The same thing that early Christians did for the known world in their time. Today, as we come to the baptismal font to renew our own outward symbol of grace, let us think about what we can do to be kind and loving and grow in knowledge of God this year. How can we serve the one who served us?
I will take a moment to be thankful for my faith. The grace I have been shown by God has been with me from the very moment my life started. That even though I fall short, I am still shown that grace. That God loves me unconditionally and without limit. I will put water on my head again to remind myself of what God never forgot. So I'm going to amend Dwayne's statement just a little and make it my own. I'm sure he won't mind. This year, I will be more thoughtful of my fellow man, exert more effort in each of my endeavors in my faith, professionally as well as personally, take love wherever I can find it, and offer it to everyone who will take it, and to show the love of God to all. In this coming year, I will seek knowledge from the study of Scripture and those wiser than me and those who wish to learn from me. I love being alive, and I will be the best woman I can possibly be. Amen. As we go throughout our week this week, let us remember the covenant that we made when we joined the church, and let us remember the outward symbol of the covenant that God made from us from the very, very start that covenant of grace. Because in life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen.